Welcome back to podcast found in Estonia. My name is Tina and I'm here talking with different foreigners who live in Estonia. And today I'm joined by Nikola, Nikola Kolev from Bulgaria. And I'm so happy to have Nikola here because I haven't had any guests from Bulgaria yet. And Nikola is a professional singer and a musician and an overall performer. And let's just jump in and uh, find out what is what is Nicola doing here and what has uh, how different are Bulgarians and Estonians in general. So hi Nicola, could you start off with uh, talking a bit about your background? Where did you grow up in Bulgaria and how did you end up in Estonia? Hi, <laughs> nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> So, no, yeah, I'm Bulgarian. I'm born on, Black, on the coast of the Black Sea, and uh, we call ourselves there a seagulls. Seagulls? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what seagull? Like the ah, seagulls. Okay, okay, the uh, birds. Like uh-huh. the birds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I'm, a, I'm an old Bulgarian seagull. <laughs> <laughs> so, you flew here from there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. It, it, the stranger it sounds, I um, uh, I uh, came by boat. <laughs> in mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's a long trip because <laughs> you're con- connected to the Black Sea, and then you had to go oh, all no, across. No, 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 not directly. No, no, no. <laughs> no the, this is the the, the latest the latest story. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm a third generation of singer in my family. And, um, and the funniest part was that uh, I never studied for it in the beginning is because my parents was against it. Okay. Because Why? <laughs> they Why? that's strange that it sound actually, uh, because I'm a third generation of singers, uh, my parents knew how hard this life is like from their own experience and uh, they want me to have this uh, good profession something else but music and funny enough uh, not only because I was studying like musical music instruments since first grade and I was uh, professionally singing since 10 or 10 years old but they didn't want me to <laughs> continue with that uh, education like uh, straight up, like in a, only in music school. They want me to be in a usual school, to have a usual job and this kind of, because you never know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I, then I always studied like biology and chemistry, biology and chemistry all my life. <laughs> wow. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, actually, uh, uh, that was my favorite um, class. Mm-hmm. Uh, biology, it's still, I'm still interested, and uh, I watch uh, watch a lot of um, um, uh, popular scientific movies, or uh, it, uh, sometimes even uh, reading the books. Uh, mostly because I'm I'm still interested but it helps me a lot actually when I got to, finally to the um, uh, National Music Academy because uh, it was uh, it was a really funny 
part of my life though because <laughs> yeah because because of my studies i was uh, sent there in sofia for the first time to um let's say to uh, have this uh pro exams mm-hmm. not the real exams because because uh, they're supposed to be uh, they not supposed to be but they, they are really heavy uh especially for the biology classes in uh, high education biology classes so um you usually come there uh in the month or even two before the exams and do the uh like the the example of exams and you and the teachers there are actually your professors and they uh they um teach you how to do the exam the right way like what exactly when how to can do the right because in in that times there was still like a the almost post soviet union stuff uh because i'm old enough to <laughs> to live in that time and um uh, and i still remember it so um uh, we didn't have a tests in that time okay you now now it's easy now you, you now you have tests you you must just cross stuff mm-hmm. on a on the street <laughs> but in the old times, you need to know the answer. Oh, okay. And that's even <laughs> I mean, more difficult. <laughs> you really need to know the answer and to write it by yourself, like uh-huh. on a paper. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, so um, I went there and um, we was on a very same part of Sofia where the conservatory was. I mean, the musical academy, the music academy, the national music academy. And um, um, there was a cafeteria in um, in one of the channels there, the water channels in Sofia. <laughs> and we met there a lot of singers and so on. And uh, after I got the exams, I uh, stood there and just uh, had the exams for the music academy just for fun. Just mm-hmm. to try it out. <laughs> just for uh, fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, uh and uh, later my mom came and uh helped me with it because she's an opera singer and so on so yeah uh he said she said like if you want to try just try it okay and uh, yeah just have fun with it uh because to be a doctor is a lot serious stuff <laughs> so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so um and it appears that i get in <laughs> like, which uh, which specialty did you uh, apply uh, to? In the, in the conservatory with singing. Oh, okay, singing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and uh, my 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 pa was really crazy about it because they were spending a lot of money for private uh, teachers for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> and because just to just to get my head like full of knowledge and so on because it's a very serious stuff there like chemistry and biology and stuff uh, but uh, so <laughs> so uh, finally uh i get back home and i'm like well i got in the conservatory he's like what <laughs> Why? <laughs> he's like ah <laughs> like why why do you need so much the, like do you know how how 
how do we spend for this last year? We just do, yeah, for uh-huh. teachers and so on. Oh no! But but later on, uh, we talked about it, and he was like, uh, "Okay, the the blood is not becoming water. This is a typical Bulgarian saying. It means that if you have something in your genes, it will pop up eventually. Hmm. Like it doesn't matter do do you want it or not." So, <laughs> yeah, and um, I got in the conservatory, I uh, met there the guys when uh, later we uh, did this uh, Bulgarian, bo- the first Bulgarian boy band. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was called Momcheshki Seat, it, it means something like uh, boy's world. Boy's world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds fun. What kind of music did you do? Yeah, exactly, exactly what what you mean by boys band. <laughs> yeah, exactly the same. Like, uh, but the thing is, the thing was that um, um, we was uh, writing our own songs. All the songs that you can hear by Morcheski Sviat in uh, in YouTube and so on. This is our songs. So. Uh, we was uh, we we closed the circle as we say it in the, in the, um, uh, music society. So we was uh, having our own music, mm-hmm. our own melodies, our own um, um, lyrics, mm-hmm. and also our own arrangements. Okay. Even the arrangements that we did by ourselves, because uh, every one of us was type of a musician not only singer but a musician so one of the guys was a pianist very good pianist uh one of the guys uh was a trumpet player and very good one and uh i'm i'm a guitarist and uh the the, the fourth guy was uh the bass uh, bass singer he was a, like very good with with the bass so what well, we was doing actually like our own arrangements we didn't even pay for anything like this because we had we got to the studios with the ready ideas and so on so uh, uh basically we got off and we got in and we got off with a ready song we didn't wait for anybody to do anything else mm. so did you gave concerts as well Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. a lot of concerts, and uh, we had like these two albums. Oh, uh, two albums, cool. Oh yeah, and uh, our uh, in that time, of course, in the nineties, our videos was uh, like uh, crazy videos, like oh. wow, yeah, um, because there was a nothing like this before us. Hmm. It was the first actual singers who and dance because uh, ah, and then also uh, I was doing the whole um, uh, the whole dancer dancing of the I was arranging the whole dancing of the band because usually when you see a boy band dancing something instead of uh, not, not only singing so uh, there was a, sometimes even the situations, yeah, because we were studying this uh, and I was really interesting in dancing because uh, my first actually appearance on a professional stage was in musical. 
Okay. In a children musical in Burgas, my own city, and uh, and uh, musical, it's a very very uh, interesting genre, uh, who I really adore uh, because uh, it it's a very difficult one. Uh, it you need to be three three type of artists in the very same time. You need to be a very good singer. But in the same time, you need to be a very good dancer. And in the very same time, you need to be a very good actor. Mm-hmm. So in a you need to be these three things in the very same time to be a good in a musical. And, and if you said that uh, being in a musical was the first time you performed, uh, did you... Professionally, but how did you got to the musical? Was it before you started studying music and singing? No, I was studying music all my life, but okay. not in uh, like not in um, conservatory, uh, the very traditional uh-huh. way. Like you go and only in a music school, you don't teach anything else, and so on. Because of my parents, they they decided to send me. In a, um, I was studying. Uh, my first instrument was a violin. Then I go. Then I. Uh, realize in uh, five years practicing that this is not my instrument at all. Uh, and then I changed it to guitar. And thank Lord that I changed it to guitar because it's like, <laughs> like pays it off all these years. And um, uh, I was studying also a dancing. Uh, I was having this, um, I, I was going to the club with the ballroom dancing. Uh, and I'll, I, I uh, was singing in the very same time because uh, my first concert was when I was three years old on my birthday uh, <laughs> when my parents were like, because I was too young to say like, can he be a musician or not? And it's my birthday. And in that times we didn't have uh, in 1980 in Bulgaria, we didn't have you know, even a cassette players. <laughs> so my parents were buying me actual vinyls. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> like when I had all of these children musicals in Bulgaria, it was very famous in that time. Um, they was doing this um, 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 like a classical uh, stories, children's stories, but in a musical way. So with actors in a studio. And you put the vinyl, and it starts, and it's uh, like uh, like an audio book, but but with singing. <laughs> sometimes they're speaking, sometimes they're singing, and so on. So, <laughs> one of those stories uh, was one my my favorite, and I was only like listening like ten ten times a day, ten times a day, and <laughs> because we didn't have even the television then. The television was only one channel. And Saturday and Sunday, we had the second channel, where it was the Russian-speaking uh, uh, movies and this kind of stuff. Uh, so the Bulgarian channel was one. One channel, <laughs> and, okay. And, yeah, and it wasn't uh, so many. Well, yeah, we had the radio stations and this kind of stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the official Bulgarian channel TV was only one. Okay, okay. That's... Um, so everybody had to look at the same stuff. <laughs> and, and it's my birthday. And they said, like, in in that times, they put you on some kind of uh, uh, small stage. And every, every child, doesn't matter who are you. And they said, like, uh, it's your birthday. So you need to tell us some kind of story or 
you need to uh, tell us like some kind of lyrics or sing something for us. And I started to sing and, and I sang the whole story of the like, of the vinyl like, <laughs> like 30 minutes of like I, 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 my parents had no idea that I had the, all of this information in my head uh-huh. and I was even changing my voice like <laughs> and then singing at all of these uh, children's songs <laughs> wow that's when I finished I, I bow, 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 and my parents are like, oh, okay, we got that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, oh, okay, you're a musician, okay. <laughs> that seems to be a pretty clear sign that you are, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Musician they were shocked, three years old and already like that. Wow. But at the very same time, I was studying in a usual school, not in a music school. Mm. With the usual kids, just, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but let's skip a bit of uh, this uh, time. And when was the first time you uh, came to Estonia and how did you end up here? Yeah, actually it happens as I started to um, put it a little bit earlier. So um, after uh, Boys World, <laughs> the boy band. Yeah, yeah, the band. <laughs> yeah um, me and a colleagues of mine from conservatory, we did this uh, dancing band and we decided to just get off Bulgaria and uh, to uh, make money with what we could do actually, because yeah, <laughs> we were good in it. And um, of our first contract that we got was um, in Norway. Mm-hmm. And we was playing in uh, hotels in uh, Norway. Mm-hmm. And we traveled to there by minibus, our own minibus. Okay. Yeah. And uh, then we got to the ship for the first time. And uh, the, on the ships, were, the people were very satisfied with what we did. Because of my education, we wasn't actually singing so much as... Uh, mm, our, we was not only a dancing band, but a kind of show band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we was going off the stage, especially me and the singer, the, the female singer. And uh, she also studied in a conservatory. And um, and we was doing these small shows on the stage. People really like it, like off the stage, not on the stage, but off like on a dance oh, floor with okay. the people. And the people really endured that. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, because... Wow. Yeah, and, uh, we start to get more and more contract. Not only in Norway, we've been in Germany, in Denmark, in Sweden, in uh, Finland. Um, I was even living in Finland for 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 a certain part of my life uh, in Helsinki. So, um, but but then we got uh, for the first time. Uh, in Estonia, and we was actually the first Bulgarian band playing on Estonian ships there. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, <laughs> uh, that's for sure. Uh, and um, we we got to Regina Baltica. This ship that's sold already. It's not a part of uh, Tallinn Celia Line, but the the is called Regina Baltica, uh, and. Uh, very nice ship, 
And then for the first time I was, uh, uh, I uh, met real Estonians because I knew for Estonian from geography, like uh, ex-Soviet Union and pre-Baltic countries and uh, not studying this kind of stuff. Oh, and uh, in old times, uh, it was a mandatory for the, the, the studying in school geography to know like the, all the European uh, uh, main cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. nice. yeah. Yeah. And I knew about Tallinn, for example. Yeah, it's like yeah, Estonia, Tallinn. Yeah, we had the same uh, thing in geography lessons. But I still had to look up where exactly Bulgaria is on the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so um, that, that was the first time when I touched a little bit of the Estonian culture. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was really funny though, because um, Especially for the uh, for the first touch with your kitchen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What, what did you eat, or what do you remember well, from it? <laughs> yeah. No. Well, what was interesting. It's it's in the stuff that uh, it's like local, and uh-huh. <laughs> we <laughs> the, the the first time, of course, was Bulgarapsas, and uh, uh, you know how it looks. Mm-hmm. We'll kick up uh, some sour yeah, It doesn't look, look, look good, but it's tasty. <laughs> like, <laughs> and also this um, uh, uh, this brown soup. Uh, bread uh, soup? No, or... no, no, no. This sweet brown. Like, uh, yeah, it's soup, but it's not soup. It's like... It's like a uh, dessert. Yeah. Yeah, this dessert that is boiled with sugar uh, and brown bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't remember the correct name, but I know in, at school when we had it, then everybody called it like um, the slime of a camel, camel slime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for, that was actually the first joke that I that I learned. Uh, uh-huh. the first Estonian joke that I learned. Ah, nice. So it was uh, <laughs> yeah, about the, the the Japanese ambassador who is coming to Estonia for the first uh-huh. time, and they. Uh, and they have this um, furnishet and so on, and they talk to people. And, da, 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 da. and uh, he came to the translator and said something like, How to the problem? And the translator is going to the uh, main chef, uh, uh-huh. the Estonian chef, and said, like, uh, uh, Well, um, Mr. Hatamoto, or whatever, he wants to try something local, something like, yeah, with pure Estonian. And they, <laughs> they, bring to him like exactly those two products like and this is soup like and he looks at it and says something to the translator and the translator asked the the, the the chef uh mr hatamoto asks uh is that was already eaten once oh no <laughs> uh, i can see how he might have guessed that actually <laughs> It does look. It doesn't look the freshest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's tasty, though. I like it. And there's also this uh, kam kama. Mm-hmm. Kama, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, yeah. very nice stuff. Very. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. So you tasted it in the was it in the ship? But how did you? How, why did you decide to uh, start living in Estonia? Well. Uh, 
I decided to live in Estonia when I met my wife there. Oh. Because she's a professional bartender and um, we met uh, on one of the ships. Actually, we met on MS Victoria. You remember yeah. it correctly? And like, yes, because, uh, because that's a well, kind of our story there. Because uh, our, our daughter is also called Victoria. Uh, and he's not a Victoria with K, as usually the, the the Estonians will write it down with K. He's she's Victoria with C, as the ship. As the ship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, but uh, you can imagine, of course, on a ship, uh, what what else I was witnessing there. Yeah, because most of the people that come in the ship, they. Uh, they just want to like party like hell. And my first expression of Estonians was really crazy. Like, <laughs> wow, those guys like drink like hell. And most of this drinking is vodka. And oh my God. Yeah. Because the, the, the vodka, it's a different, uh, just different alcohol. Actually, if we talk about this kind of stuff in a, the alcohol culture, if I can say it like that, in Bulgaria, it's very di different. Yeah, what is different? Um, first of all, we never use uh, in an, uh, like it's very rarely used uh, the alcohol uh, that's coming from uh, erectification synthesis uh, because the distillation system it's a different chemical process process than erectification. Erectification, uh, it's uh, a lot purifying, yes, but it makes the alcohol so pure that uh, it goes very still, it's too easy in a human body. And uh, it's very uh, possible that you got uh, drunk, drunk faster and uh, you can become in the future an alcoholic of it. Uh, that's first. Second of all, um, in Bulgaria, to drink alcohol means that you need to sit on a table full of food. Oh, okay. That's a good so, thing to like practice. Well, you need to eat a lot, mm -hmm. like um, some kind of um, uh, salami or the heavy foods, like, yeah, uh, or the white, this typical white cheese with wine and this kind of stuff. So, uh, but, uh, but on a, <laughs> on a ship all over, people was just drinking like, uh, alcohol with, uh, with, uh, they didn't eat at all. Uh, or some guys was even drinking like a uh, strong alcohol with beer, strong. Oh, oh my oof. God. When I saw that oh, yeah. the first time I was like, Oh no, that, that's a killing machine. <laughs> like, uh -huh. No. I don't think the next morning went so good for that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but, um, but later on, and, and of course, uh, and, um, but, but in the very same time, my wife, who is a professional uh, bartender, yeah, she doesn't drink. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So that's why she can just work there. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> only. She, she has this talent to imagine even the taste. Does a thing that that's why uh, actually she even got this uh, uh, 
first um, competition for Bacardi. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, because what, what she has this talent uh, that uh, she can imagine tastes. Like she know, uh, for example, she can imagine what it will taste if you put uh, certain ingredients and they try them. She uh. don't, she don't need to put them together to try. She know how will. Huh, that's yeah, interesting. That's a talent. Yeah, that's exactly Skill. talent. Yeah. Kill. Yeah. So um, she didn't need actually to taste all of this. Like yeah, sometimes just a drop. Like they they use these uh, straws. Like just a drop on the tongue. Like ah oh, okay, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and uh, what actually... are you? What is typical that people drink in Bulgaria? Then, by the food, is it wine mainly, or uh, either red wine, because it's something really typical for Bulgaria. Even that, we we had a lot of um, very nice white wines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. Because from the old times, uh, Bulgaria is producing like it's a winery, wine country. Like uh, a lot of wineries, a lot of good quality wines and so on. And um, uh, but uh, but also our national uh, strong alcohol, it's uh, it's a distillated one. Uh, so it's a type of um, it's called rakia, but it's like um, uh, it's more like uh, not brandy, no. Uh, Maybe like, uh, maybe like cha cha. Cha cha. What what is cha cha? Uh, like the Georgian national drink. Uh, mm -hmm. Or the Hung Hungarian has something similar, I guess, as well. Or... Yeah, I believe so. But I don't really remember the the the, uh, the there is a uh, colloquial name for this kind of uh, drink, like uh, Bulgarian rakia or Italian grappa, uh, uh, or it's called. Uh, it's not a. It's not a brandy. It's not a cognac. But it's called. Oh my God! What was that? <laughs> uh, schnapps. It's called schnapps. schnapps. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's type of schnapps, but uh, it's uh, only done by two products of. Uh, only done by um, grapes mm -hmm. or plums. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So this is now what. Too typical uh, stuff, but but anyway, uh, I came here and uh, people were like, no, 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 you need to try this, you need to try that. I tried, I tried this one Italian for the first time. And I was like, oh, yeah, cough syrup, very nice. <laughs> cough syrup, no, <laughs> that's our like proudest drink. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> Actually, it's my mom's favorite drink. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, she has time, good taste. <laughs> you, you don't, you remember that every time you're coming to you, you bring me a few bottles. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, mom, no problem. <laughs> so yeah. sweet. And my grandmothers, both of them, they're, they're really in love in uh, Van Italien creme. Mm, yeah, with um, Yeah, this creamy Van Italien. They're like, oh, so can you bring us one of these bottles? It's like very tasty stuff. Like, go okay, grandma. I will do. <laughs> so yeah, sweet. So when you're uh, going back home and, and then your bags are filled with bottles. 
Yeah, but usually it is. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, but even when I came here for the first time, like to decide to live here, uh, because of how, um, for example, making uh, making this uh, schnapps, it's our like um, part of our life in Bulgaria. It's uh, you can do it when and wherever you want. Mm. You don't need any kind of permission, so whatever. Okay. Because it's part of our culture. Everybody does it. Everybody. Huh. But yeah. isn't there like, uh, you are a part of EU and isn't yeah. there like regulations and stuff that go in, in there? Yep. <laughs> the, the only regulations is that you cannot actually sell it. Okay, okay, yeah. But uh, but for doing it, oh, with oh, yeah, every village... It's like a, a, a it's like a Germany in the in the beer factories. So uh, in Germany, every kind of even small city have a beer factory, and in Bulgaria, every even the smallest like uh, village has their own factory for distillating. Mm. Yeah, and and people are doing this like every year, and it's a very big deal, and yeah. Because every time when you have someone around, you're obliged to, yeah, to pour them a little bit of uh, wine or rakia and this kind of <laughs> stuff. It's part of our traditions. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So if you think about those drinks and foods and how different or similar are actually Bulgarian people with Estonians and Estonians? Well, very. <laughs> very different or very similar? Uh, different because, uh, for example, uh, here you drink tea like like everywhere all tea. the time, <laughs> and in Bulgaria, if you drink tea, it means that you're ill. Oh, it means that you're sick, <laughs> and uh -huh. you need and uh, because because we drink teas only that kind of teas that will help your health. <laughs> no one drinks tea just for pleasure <laughs> it's like what no i'm sick or something <laughs> yeah. even though you're like next to turkey and they have a strong tea culture right uh or they don't yes and no <laughs> okay okay yes and no um uh, because of the that bulgaria was like almost 500 years under turkish um we drink a lot of coffee mm, uh like a lot of coffee like okay. even even in our uh, saying when you invite someone at home mm -hmm. you say come to drink coffee uh, yeah we would say like come for a tea or something yeah got yes. type of yeah yeah. yeah and it's like let's go drink coffee let's come to and we'll drink coffee and <laughs> it's like yeah coffee is connected to the speech even like when you're inviting someone to a, to a restaurant or to come over at home. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, and also this uh, Grechka, I don't know how it's in English. Grechka, what is that? Explain us, explain it. <laughs> well, I don't know how it's in English. Is it the food item or? Yeah, this, uh, it's not a rice, but the brown stuff that you boil instead of rice. The brown. Uh, uh, you mean tatar? The... Oh, yeah, tatar, exactly. Buckwheat. Buckwheat. How's it in English? Buckwheat. 
buckwheat. Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. So the buckwheat, uh, we we don't know about this stuff at all. Okay. It's, it's like <laughs> what? What is that? Like my my parents tried it. Like oh yeah, the Turkish people do that and they're very nice. Uh, but he knew mm -hmm. because he was tried once or twice in his life. So um, uh, what else about the? About so I, I asked you before we started already as well about the head motions. So I heard that uh, in Bulgaria, when you say no, then you actually nod your head. And when you say yes, you shake your head. So how different or difficult has that been? Yeah, there is a legend about this, why it happens. And uh, the most popular legend is because of the, we was 500 years under Turkish and uh, the people don't, didn't want for the Turkish to understand what, what we talk about. Uh, people start to, when, when, the, when they talk out of the house to change the heart movement just just prop, uh, just uh, ju just to make them, confuse them. Uh, like confused, uh -huh. like what they mean, like yes, no, what is that? Like, That's yeah. clever. Yeah, but I doubt because there is a uh, there is a Middle African uh, societies who also has this head movement mm -hmm. in a central part of Africa. There is a yeah. As a, as a, it was some kind of, uh, um, some kind of documentary that I watched and it appears that in Africa is also this in mm -hmm. center part. Mm -hmm. this yes and no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how, uh, how easy has it been to relearn it or not to use it here? Well, uh, I needed to learn it fast because uh, about a situation that I told you on the border when I... Yeah, maybe you can share it shortly again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was my first time in uh, Europe when I went out in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> and uh, we was in a Hungarian border and we was driving all day and I was tired and uh, didn't thinking straight enough. And... <laughs> And um, the border police was asking me, like, can I have your documents? And I said, like, yes, but in a different head movement. Shake your and, head. And he, he's like, he's like, why? And I was like, why what? And he's like, give me, <laughs> give me a passport. And I said, like, okay, but the same head movement. Look, <laughs> get out of the car. What do you mean you don't have a passport? And I said, like, I have passport. And he's like, why do you move my head like this then? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's good to know for all of us when we would travel to Bulgaria that that's... Yeah, it's actually quite should... possible that will not they will not bring you tea if you order it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. Actually, no. Actually, the, the they, uh, as I told you before, they the, they are confused mm -hmm. uh, when I get back to Bulgaria for the first week because um, I'm speaking with them Bulgarian, and uh, if you speak Bulgarian unconsciously, they and they. They want to see the right head movement, yeah. Bulgarian language, because they know that the, the, the Europeans or 
whatever, just foreigners, they have different head movement. Yeah. And they will listen to you in a different language, usually like in English or Russian or French or German, whatever. Uh, but if you speak with them Bulgarian and even no accent, like, because they, they here I'm Bulgarian, but they see a different movement. It's like a block for them. Like they play just don't recognize it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is there anything else like this that is, uh, different here between our cultures? Oh yeah. The sauna. The sauna. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That stuff. Uh, of course I tried it first in, in Finland, but, um, we don't have saunas in Bulgaria. That's, okay. that's honestly, honest truth. Mm -hmm. mm, because at summertime, everywhere is sauna. Mm, yeah. Then you don't really need to recreate it. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can, you can't imagine what is to sleep on a 35 degrees Celsius. Ugh, I don't like it at all. <laughs> at night. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you are on a, on a beach and it's 40 degrees. Oh, and uh, the humidity is almost 100. It's like, oh God, well, that's a sauna. You like basically, so you don't really need it. Uh, we've had saunas only in spa centers or this kind of stuff. And Bulgarians don't go there. <laughs> the only nearest thing to sauna is this Roman saunas, but they was there for like last 2000 years. Because, um, in, uh, in Bulgaria, there is very rich waters, uh, like health waters. Ah, and okay. the old Roman emperors was coming to these territories to heal their problems with, uh, osteoporosis or this kind of stuff. And, um, uh, we had these steam saunas. Yeah. Some, some people call it like Turkish or whatever, but, uh, it's actually Roman sauna. Mm. The Romans became with that sauna for the first time with, with the steam inside. Yeah. But it's not so like high degrees in a, in a, in a steam sauna, it's like uh, 50 maximum, I believe. Something okay. Like yeah. Like 40, 40 something. Wow. But this kind of sauna, especially with the jumping in the snow. Oh, uh, yeah, have you done yeah. it? Yeah. I done it. I done it. And, uh, uh, I'm actually grateful that they teach me to do that. <laughs> it's really refreshing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, uh, our grandma, he, well, our Estonian grandpa, she lives in, uh, a little bit far from Saku and, um, uh, and she has these, uh, real sauna, like it's a separated house only for sauna. Of course, yeah. my grandparents had it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's with uh, the the, the pre-sauna, like it's it's it, it's the like a like a small hole. Yeah, then you have this uh, undressing room, then of you course. have this a bath room, and uh -huh. then you have the sauna. <laughs> the whole it's thing, like the whole circle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, at first I was having only fun with, with them there. Like, like, ah, oh, you go there. You just go there. because, <laughs> um, because they're like, how, how, how much degrees like hundred it's like, oh no, 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 no. Thank you so much. Go there. No, no. Um, but, uh, they, uh, first of all, um, it appears that there's a big difference between the sauna that I was experiencing on the ship 
and and the sauna that is like uh, local saunas. What are uh, the differences? Wood sauna, because the thing is the that the wood when it uh, when it light when you light the wood, it gives out an energy in a different way, and of course is not um, that even the the heat inside is different in a sauna. If it's electric electricity sauna, it uh, uh, it like feels more like a burning on your skin. Mm -hmm. But even a one hundred degrees in a sauna with wood that you burn in wood inside, it's uh, you you don't feel this burn on your skin. It's I don't know why, but uh, it's really like this. I have no idea. But they 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 convinced me in that matter. So they say <laughs> like. What you experienced there was a, like pure like electric sauna, and uh, if you not control it well, it can burn your skin and so on. So just try it like a few times, and I was like, yeah. They of course they uh, gave me a topsic vina, and <laughs> and I was like uh, after the after the second time, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> they were warming you up for it. <laughs> I knew they was warming me up. <laughs> Yeah, so and you survived. <laughs> That's yeah, good. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, my first, uh, my first winter, came, uh, and uh, I was I was witnesses. What do, what does it mean? Minus twenty six. Mm. Oh my god! Oh yes, crazy. How did that go? <laughs> oh, that was two thousand and eight, I believe, or mm -hmm. nine. And it was really cold. Mm -hmm. uh, I was with uh, the Russians told that Dublonka, it's a coat made from um, sheep skin. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very warm stuff. It's like, wow, warm. But I was okay up there. But my legs... <laughs> After like only ten minutes of walking, I could I could put a needle in my leg and couldn't feel it at all. It was so cold. <laughs> yep, God. that's why we don't really walk outside that long. Like over ten minutes is like mm, too too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and then I understood why I see so color uh, so uh, so much in a strange long coats here uh, like long like really long coats <laughs> even a girls was having this um uh, jackets but very long one almost to the to the ground <laughs> <laughs> this then I understood why because yeah. it's like this kind of winter but unfortunately i i fell in love in that winter but unfortunately mm, this uh Last few years, it's yeah, I miss that winter. <laughs> now you miss it. <laughs> yeah, because because I really enjoyed it. Uh, um, so my uh, the grand grandma of my wife, she's a, she's a naturally Russian. She's from uh, the other part of Narva, this on the Russian territory. What mm -hmm. is called the city? Uh, Ivangorod? No. I no. think so. Yeah. Yeah. She's from there, and. She has this thing, so uh, the, the, the Siberian is not that one who is don't feel cold. The Siberian is that one that is 
very well prepared, mm. the, the very well dressed up. Yes, yes, that's a good saying. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if you are dressed properly, it's a beautiful time of the year. I could I could walk like hours outside and just walking, seeing all all this um, light light uh, blue ice on the trees. It's very beautiful. I love it. I love it. When my parents came for the first time, it was also winter, and they was witnessing all of this. The roads and they were like, "Oh God, it's so beautiful." Uh, especially, I think when it's really, really cold, like minus twenty, then the, usually the sky is really clear and you can see all the sun, or like as long as we have sunlight, but you see all the sky super clear, so that's really pretty. Oh yeah, and uh, the the only thing that I miss because I really like Estonia, uh, like this. Uh, uh, great winter very uh changeable uh in the like almost uh, like um girl type um uh, summer grill type what was that no 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 girl girl, girl type <laughs> yeah because at summer here in estonia the weather can change like this yes <laughs> like That's the true. same like the same like the girls can change they uh, <laughs> they, they move oh, like in second and it's like sun is gone <laughs> that's an interesting uh description i haven't heard that before <laughs> well that, that's my personal stuff share with you yeah and uh but but i love it i love it because i'll yeah um in Bulgaria, it's, it's in the middle of the summer is even dangerous for northern people. Oh no! Yeah, uh, yeah, because they they're not used to it for that kind of uh, temperatures. They don't know how to, how to behave. <laughs> One of them is having this sun sunstrokes oh. because uh, in the very middle of the summer in Bulgaria, you 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 can get, get out naked, but with a hat. Mm. That's the first of all because. If you go without a hat, that's a very bad for health. You can just have a stroke. That's oh. uh, not a joke. And second of all, you need to drink a lot of water all the time. Or at least Iran. You know what is Iran? No, what's that? Uh, it's um, typical stuff for all Bulgarians. We have this uh, lacto, uh, lacto yogurt with a um, very specific. It's a, uh, you must try it, actually. It's a... Uh, um, uh, it's a very specific lactobacteria which living only on this area of uh, um, Balkanese. I and heard called, about that. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's called actually. Actually, the official name it's a Bulgarian lactose bacteria. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we have this yogurt, and at wind and at summertime, they uh, they got this yogurt. Uh, uh, they shake it up with water mm -hmm. and we drink that all the time ah is it uh, sometimes you do nice inside or cucumber so this kind of stuff cucumber so it's not sweet it's like savory or oh no no it's like a natural taste even salty uh, okay you okay put the salt in it uh -huh. because you need because you need to save water and uh the human body if you get enough salt start to keep water inside mm, yeah yeah, so uh, every time when we go 
Well, there I'm running, uh, running <laughs> uh, with my wife and children, like hat on a hat and drink water, hat on a hat and drink water, because they're not used to it for this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, the only thing that I miss that uh, it's the light. Oh God, I miss it so much that all my light bulbs here are more like 100 watts. Uh, in my apartment, it's like uh, that's a good strategy. <laughs> yeah, because I just I just miss it. I uh, for me it's like what? I you can barely see something. Yeah, and uh, but that's the only thing that I miss actually because in Bulgaria it's like oh too hot, and uh, and and sometimes. Uh, Sometimes I don't like this uh, uh, this typical for Bulgarians, uh, which we don't we don't really like uh, to follow the laws or this yeah, kind of okay, stuff. Okay. But yeah, uh, we have this saying: so the law the law is made to be surrounded, like oh, okay, okay. to go around it. Mm, okay, so you like to, Bulgarians like to find like uh, other ways around it. Yeah, exactly. And I don't like that. I like that in Estonia, it, people are just straight out. Like, it is a rule, it's a rule. Mm. But that's all. <laughs> like, and, and even when you have this, um, uh, when you have uh, people waiting on a, on a row. On a line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, line, yeah, yeah, line somewhere. If something happened in the front, yeah, and of the line, everybody will stand up and just wait to this thing to pass yeah. or to be solved the problem. Mm -hmm. In Bulgaria, will be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, uh, like no, no, totally different, totally different. <laughs> and yeah, we even had this problem with my with my children especially with my son because he he is a half bulgarian he no bulgarian he was living in bulgaria for a certain amount of time because i was uh, uh they have this uh, uh the double uh dual citizenship dual citizenship mm -hmm. yeah um, because I registered my marriage there and they have the same rights in Bulgaria mm -hmm. here. Oh, oh, doesn't matter. Nice. So, uh, because I wanted them to, uh, learn the language. Yeah. Uh, I sent my first, my son, then my daughter to kindergarten there. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the whole summer, like kindergarten. Uh-huh. And, uh, they learned the language like straight away. Oh, wow. That's a good strategy. Yeah, and uh, but because of this, mm -hmm. uh, he know how is it there, and he know how is it here, and here in the kindergarten, they was like, oh no, he he's a very hyperactive. Look, he need a he he need a psychologist. Uh, we need to talk with him because he's running around and da, 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 da. and I said like. Uh, okay, can I put you a video of your colleague in Bulgaria who said totally the opposite? Like, no, he's too quiet. Uh, <laughs> he <needs> to... 
he needs to run around and scream and so on. <laughs> yeah, bro, I, I was having the talk, like the talk talk with every new, like every new uh, teacher of him. That, that's normal, though. Don't worry. The Estonians, for you, <laughs> normal is different. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a normal for Bulgaria. In Bulgaria, he's actually very quiet type. Yeah. <laughs> so that gives a good picture of how different the cultures can be on people's like oh, um, very much so. ways of expressing very themselves. Much so. <laughs> and uh, yeah, because uh, because for example, typical thing for Estonians is to let let's think about it first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll talk later. Yes. And uh, in Bulgaria, it's totally the opposite. Let's talk about it now and think about later. <laughs> okay, that is confusing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's totally the opposite. Like uh -huh. for us, it's a matter that you're doing something. Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. doing something. <laughs> yeah, Estonians need to want to be efficient, want to think it through, and that's maybe a reason why, like Latvians and some countries say that we're slow, but we just need to think it through first. Not slow, but then... yeah, understand them why. Understand yeah. them why because I was, uh, um, I uh, I heard even uh, even the typical jokes because I'm I'm uh, old generation, so I speak uh, proper Russian too, and uh, Russians also uh, make uh, fun of Estonians. Oh, what did um, they say? And the same thing. Okay, okay. Slow. Like the same thing that Estonians are slow and so on. But when I came here and I came to have friends with Estonian people a lot, and uh, and I understand that there's nothing like this. Actually, you're a very creative nation, but uh, your mentality is just different, especially because of that practice. Like, let's first think about it well, and then we'll do something. Yeah. So if uh, other people from Bulgaria or from other countries would want to move to Estonia, what would be your recommendations for them or tips? Tips? Mm -hmm. Well, be ready to be patient. Mm. Yeah, because without patience in Estonia, you cannot go far. Yeah, because we're South southern culture we uh, we react very fast we we do very fast and uh, then let's see what's happened yeah so uh, this mentality is going into our everyday life so much that it we came here it's like uh, really shocking here mm. okay. like you you're like why why these people are not doing anything like <laughs> like what what i'm telling them like well, i need to i need to do it now uh -huh. and it's like yeah now what <laughs> first da, 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 in this rule and that rule and he's like oh god let's do it now and uh, da, 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 no mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah you need patience and especially with your language oh god oh yeah how is the language going very sexy one i i love when your you girls speak it it's like <laughs> but ah, and, uh, i'm a singer so from my point of view and uh, i'm a, also a, a singing teacher so 
from my professional point of view, your language is one of the best for singing. Because, mm. for example, for example, in the Russian language, we have only uh, uh, have only five vocals. In Bulgarian language, six. In English language, seven. In in your language, you have nine vocals. Most of them are doubled. Oh my God, that's like singing, singing language. <laughs> like you can sing till you die. <laughs> that's a really cool thing. I haven't uh, thought about it this way. Well, well that's, a, that's a theoretics that I'm working every day of. That's why I'm telling you with you because a lot of people like actually don't pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, some of these vocals are also doubled. Like, uh, and uh, like, ah, and like, wow. Uh, if you want to sing, that's the perfect language for it. But in the very same time, your uh, grammar, it's a killing machine. It's impossible. <laughs> I barely finished A1 mm-hmm. and I still don't talk it. Mm. Like, I thought that, okay, I'm speaking like, Foreign languages, I'll do it. Um, yeah, no problems. I'm a singer. I can uh, do all of this. And so on. So poof, no problem for me. And when I started, I was like, oh, God, what did I do? Like, how is it even possible? That's one thing that I cannot understand. How is it even possible that you don't have even one rule of the language without... Um, exceptions. <laughs> why? I mean, why? Because every lesson, every lesson was finished with one phrase of our teacher. Mm-hmm. Because are there any exceptions? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yes. And well, this is not like that. And that is not like that. And that is not like that. And da, 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 da. And basically kill the whole, the whole room. Uh... And we were like, but how we can, where we can find, like, for example, the the uh, the verbs in English, uh, like uh, the solo verbs, you have the, this special book for them. Because yeah. Like uh, 100 or something like this. They're not more than 100 something. You need to just learn them by heart yeah like go went go and this kind of oh, yeah, yeah. these words mm-hmm. but in estonian every rule not only verbs are like every rule is basically with exceptions and you need to learn them by heart and he sometimes say it like even i don't know like all the words in that situation that will be exceptions so you need to talk and practice Oh yeah! Like, oh God! <sighs> and of course, the situation with my wife doesn't help me because she knows five languages, and one of them is Bulgarian. Oh. <laughs> How did you learn Bulgarian? Well, uh, when she was pregnant, uh, we decided that it's um, we had this. Uh, we, she had this um, government payment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, parental uh, leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's in English. Yeah, parental leave. Yeah, parental leave. And uh, she got this uh, for a year and a half, uh, her salary from the company and so on, but she didn't need to. 
to work. So uh, we decided that uh, why did she need to stay here where it's cold, where it's uh, uh, very expensive, everything. Like, let's go to Bulgaria. <laughs> There's warm, cheap, everything. Like, yeah. And uh, she was living there for like months in a row, like four, five months. And the only people that speak there any kind of language that she know was my parents. And they're not very good in Russian, actually. No. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, because they didn't speak the Russian for many years. Mm. And uh, they never studied it in a proper school. They usually studied it in a usual school, like, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, it doesn't so much. So uh, she was interested to really start to learn Bulgarian language itself. So uh, after half a year living there, <laughs> she started to understand and speak actually with my grandmother. Mm who has a very specific um, local accent. Uh, and even I have a difficulty sometimes to understand what <laughs> she means. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like this uh, northern and southern Estonian mm-hmm. language. Like, like yeah. a, a, it sounds really different. Yeah. Uh, yeah, diff- really different. <laughs> but she was like, no problems. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, and because of this, I want my, uh, uh, I want my children to actually don't forget this language because we have a saying in Bulgaria that every language is a pure treasure. And that's truth, actually, because it, it the, the expression itself in the Bulgarian language means that, uh, uh, every language gives you possibilities for more friends, business, uh, <laughs> knowledge, everything. That's why it's treasure, like yeah. really. So um, uh, we speak, we're trying to speak like, uh, I- I'm speaking with them only Bulgarian, mm-hmm. all in Bulgarian language. They speak very properly, very good. I'm very happy with it. Uh, my speak was uh, my wife speak with the Estonian, uh, but the most interesting part is that they speak with each other Russian. Yeah, <laughs> with each other. With what? How come? <laughs> yeah, because we live in Lasnamiai, and here it's like everybody <laughs> speaks Russian. I uh, in Lasnamiai, I barely hear Estonian language. Mm-hmm, like sometimes it's passing a week. After I hear for the first time the language here, <laughs> that's not a joke. That's serious. Yeah, yeah. Like even even in the stores, like <laughs> you cannot hear Estonian language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, only if there is some kind of sellers of TV or something like this. They speak Estonian language, but the people around and the people in the store, uh, they, they they speak everywhere. Like. Yeah, everywhere. And um, uh, and um, my children uh, go to Estonian kindergarten. And Estonian, uh, my son is a little bit bigger. He's in Estonian school already. Mm-hmm. But 
uh, it appears that a lot of these kindergarten classes and uh, local um, local school uh, classes are full of Russian-speaking kids. Mm-hmm. Even that is like Estonian school. Yeah. Yeah. And when the half of a class is speaking Russian, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So now you can now you can hear in here in in our um, in our apartment you can hear the, like three languages all the time. Wow, it it can be confusing at the moment, but I'm sure your kids will be grateful afterwards to have some time for them at all because no? uh, yeah. I start to teach them in that matter. Uh, because uh, I was f- familiar uh, familiar with the book of one uh, uh, French uh, psycho- uh, psychiatrist, a student psychiatrist. Uh, that book was given to me from a colleague of mine. Uh, so she's Bulgarian pianist, very good one. Uh, and her husband is from Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And you know they they have the, their own language this ha 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 very rich yeah, yeah. one mm-hmm. like and uh, but uh, neither one of them is speaking Bulgarian or the opposite language, but they both finished uh, British schools. So in the official language of this family is English. Yeah, they speak to each other all their life in family. English, but the thing is that he's a, some kind of chemistry specialist. Uh, they live in Norway because Norway has this um, not plantations, but uh, um, boring uh, in the mm-hmm. sea that they get this. Uh, um, how is that called? Like oil, okay, oil, yeah. oil companies. Mm-hmm. And he's working for one of those companies that has a chemistry. Uh, and uh, they live in Norway. So the little one, uh, sh- she was very, uh, like, stressed because how the kid gonna feel it. Because they speak to each other English. Yeah. But she tried to speak with him Bulgarian. And she got this book. And it appears that the little kids till seven six, seven years old, they brain work a little bit, um, uh, a little bit different than ours, the adult. So for them, they, they put, they have for granted, they have for granted anything that they can see or hear. So if your mom speak with you one language, since you are born, your pa speak second language, since you are born with you. For them, it's something usual, like they're born with it. And for them, they took it for granted. It's okay. If you put an adult in that kind of situation, you go crazy for a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah you go in a health, you know, in a, in a hospital. <laughs> you go to the psychiatrist later. But it's nothing like this with the kids. Actually, they took it for granted. And But there is a certain rules that you need to follow. So one of the rules was that... Uh, the the little kid to not be stressed they supposed to connect one language with one person so even if you know some kind of other language 
for example, the, your husband's language. When you're talking to the child, you're supposed to talk till seven years old, only on your mother's tongue. Mm. Only. Okay. Even for the smallest things, like, can you come, can, can you come here, please? Or give me the bread. Even the smallest ones, but only on your language. And they started to uh, practice this with their son. And when he was eight, he already spoke freely four languages. Wow. Because, because the thing is that the children also need to connect one environment with one language. So they sent him to, not to the British kindergarten, they sent him to Norwegian kindergarten. And there was only Norwegian language because they are local kids. They speak only Norwegian. But for kid, small kid, this is not a problem because he or she knows, she understands unconsciously that if I go there, it's a different language. My mom is a different language. My pa is a third language. And I start to, uh, we, we start actually with my wife to do that with our kids and uh, they now speak freely Bulgarian like like no problems at all and even my son speak it very properly don't have any kind of accent and uh, my daughter too but she's still little she's a six so she has a, also well, still have this uh, children rejuvenation stuff sometimes she changes the like putting uh, Estonian or Russian words in a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mix but and match. Too, when I ask her, like, say it properly, she do it Ooh. properly. Like, okay. And every time when you go to Bulgaria, she do not rejuvenate. She speaks <laughs> properly because she understands that they will not understand her. Yeah. <laughs> <Instead of> Russian <laughs> at all. Because, yeah, because actually the Russian language is not so close to Bulgarian one. No? Okay. No, only, only by, um, only by the infinitive of the words and only when it's written. Because in Russian language, uh, there is a very big difference between what is written and what you say. Yeah. Bulgarian language is like in Estonian. What you see, uh. you need to say it. That seems so much easier. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so one and the same word, if it's written, will be like 100% the same in Russian and Bulgarian, but it will sound different. Okay. okay. pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and sometimes, of course, uh, there is a, even a, the same words as a pronunciation, but totally different meaning. Mm-hmm. Like... Very big difference. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, we have those kind of words in Estonian as well. <laughs> with, like, with Russian language? No, with Estonian words. Like you write it the same way, but it uh, the meaning can be different. For example, te, uh, you can be chai, tea, but it yeah. can also be a road. Te, yeah. auto, the, yes, do it. Car road. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I love hearing all your stories. You're such a, <laughs> you express yourself so colorfully and it's, a, I could uh, keep on uh, listening, 
but uh, I think well, we're we gonna. Can do it. Oh yeah, we are finished. Yeah, almost. Do you wanna? Do you wanna say I was something? Hoping, I was hoping that I can uh, tell you about my uh, um, my uh, voiceover career. <laughs> um, if you can do it within two minutes, then. No, 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 no. Maybe it's some other time. Maybe do some do, other time. Okay. Have fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. Do you do voiceover in Estonia or for Bulgaria? Or for something no, else? No, only, only in Bulgarian language and in Russian. Few mm. movies in Russian. Yeah. Because actually, few of my students here, uh, especially the young, young ones, they was crazy about it when they uh, knew that uh, I'm, I'm Stitch. This Lilo and Stitch. Ah, okay. I'm okay. Stitch in Russian language. Of course. And you're a Mickey Mouse as well, or? Yeah, I got a contract for Mickey Mouse. I was uh, like national voice of Bulgaria for Mickey Mouse. Well, this is cool. This yeah, is really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think, yeah. We're going to wrap up for today. It was really cool talking with you. and um, For me, it was a pleasure too. Yay. And for all the listeners, um, go to foundinestonia.ee, join our newsletter, uh, email newsletter that will go out every month, uh, going over all the new episodes and what we're up to. And then go to our Facebook page, Found in Estonia, and to Instagram, Found in Estonia, and like, comment, and share this episode with others as well. And see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.